Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 Fit Talmud. Babakama Daf Yud Dalid, Babakama 14b, pagination is 28. We'll start from the second line where the Mishnah begins. Shum Kesef, we evaluate the amount of money owed. And Shave Kesef, we collect something that's equal to money, but is not money itself. These two rules we'll focus on in this session. Skipping to the Gemara, two lines later, Maishem Kesef, what does it mean, the first rule, that we evaluate the monetary value of the damage? Amar Av Yehuda, Shum Zelo Yehei Ela Bekesef. This evaluation should actually done through money and not, as we'll see in a moment, by simply saying he damaged him and he damaged him and it's a wash and never bothered to calculate the actual damage. Our mission is teaching us that the actual damage has to be calculated. And this is what we learned. If a animal damaged a garment and the garment damaged the animal. We do not say it's a wash and they damaged each other and that's it. It has to actually be calculated. As the Shulchan Aruch brings this in Choshen Mishpat, Shin Pei Tes Seif Yud Zayin, Shaman Hanizakin Bevezdin, we will evaluate what damage was done by the court. And whoever ended up damaging more, according to this calculation, is going to have to pay. So that's the first rule of the Mishnah, Shum Kesef, that it does need to be evaluated. The second rule of the Mishnah was Shave Kesef. Payment is done by something that is worth money, is worth cash, but it itself would not be confused with cash. And it's referring to real estate as the payment. Let's see how the Gemara explains it. Shave Kesef, it's worth money. The Tanra Banan, as we learned, Shave Kesef Malamed She'en Bezdin Nizkakin, when Bezdin steps in to do a collection, they only do so with property to which liens does apply, meaning real estate, karka. If the person who was damaged grabbed movable objects, we allow such a collection to stand, but when we move in, we're moving in specifically on lien-type property, meaning real estate. A few lines later, the Gemara asks, Rami Rav Yehuda Yehoshua, the following question was posed. Tana, Shave Kesef. You're telling me that Shave Kesef teaches you 
that we only collect from property that could have a lien on it, that type of property, meaning real estate, karka. My question is that we already learned Yashiv Lirabos Subin. Payments for damage can be made through things that are worth money. Even low-grade flour is going to also be eligible to be paid with. So why are you telling me that payment will only be made with real estate? The Gemara answers, Biyasmi. The case is, Yesomim, orphans, and therefore they are protected to a degree. As Rashi explains towards the bottom of the page, the beginning of the wide lines, if the father left them real estate, we're willing to collect from that. But movable objects, we're not willing to collect from them. Movable objects are protected and they are not included in debt collection. Because we're worried that movable objects might have been acquired after the death of the father, in which case, this is the Yisomims, this is the orphans, this is not something that came to them from which debt collection should occur. And therefore, all movable objects were protected because of that. And therefore, if you're dealing with Yisomim, our Mishnah tells us only Shave Kesef items that are worth money, but are intrinsically not considered money, and all metaltalim are considered money because you could sell them by moving them from place to place. They are a commodity equivalent of money. The Gemara wonders, Ibiyasmi, if indeed we're dealing with orphans, then what was the case of Vitofas Metaltalin that a person can grab movable objects and Bezdin will enforce it? Why would we enforce it? He wasn't allowed to grab. And the Gemara answers Shetofas Mechayim that they grabbed during the lifetime of the father who owes them the money because of the damages. And now, at this point, if indeed it was grabbed during the lifetime of the father, even though it should go as an inheritance to the children, but to that degree, we're willing to enforce this and do a collection from movable objects. But if it's happening now, it's only going to be from real estate. Now, one would expect that that's how it should be reflected in halacha. However, in halacha we find that a collection could be done from movable objects. In Simon Tuf Yud Tes, Seif Gimel, Meis Hamaze Kodem Sheyifara, if the person who did the damage died before he could pay up, Magvin Lenizik Mea Metaltalim Shel Yesomim, 
you could collect even from the movable objects of the orphans what they got from their father. If no movable objects were left to them from the father, then a collection from real estate could occur. The question is, how did that jump occur in halacha? The Gemara clearly is telling us in the name of the Mishnah, Shavek Esef, and the only way we could understand Shavek Esef, real estate only, is by establishing that that's a case of Yisomim. And now in halacha we see that even non-Shavek Esef, things that are intrinsically Kesef, could be used for collection. And the Mefarshim guide us to what's described as a Takonas HaGeonim, a legislation after the time of the Gemara. The Gemara was codified in approximately the year 500 or 550, if we include the final editing marks of the Rabbanon Sovarai. The years following that were called the Geonim until approximately the year 1000 or 1100. And during that Geonim period, as described by the Rif, the Rosh, and the Mefarshim and Shulchan Aruch, they made a legislation that these types of collections could be done from Yesomim, even from movable objects. Yeshe thank you for joining.